How are we all doing, my top four friends? How are we all doing? Oh, I've just got this little, just got this little picture just on just on the side of my uh, desk. Hold on, it's gone. There we go. Doesn't that look nice? Absolutely beautiful, doesn't it? Twenty-eight points, massive. Oh, I'm so happy. So so happy and. Big performance, big performance in that second half. Absolutely loved it. Welcome to player ratings. Let's go then. Let's let's do our player ratings for Spurs 1, Aston Villa 2. That's fired us into the top four then. So we're going to start off then. There will be some big scores and there will probably be some lowish scores but it's just the tail of the game and we'll we'll go through it as we get to each player then but we have to start with Emmy Martinez and there can be nothing other than a 10 for me for Emmy Martinez those two saves were absolutely world class world-class saves. The first one was very similar to the one that he saved in the World Cup final. And the one to follow up that save was the world-class save that has tipped it from the top edge of that sort of post and took it out for a corner. Those two saves were world-class, absolutely world-class. And that's why... He's the best goalkeeper in the world. And there we go, because that's what the world's best goalkeeper can do when he's called upon. But there were some other things that he was doing. He was coming out for corners in that second half towards the end of the game, smothering balls, wasting time. World class. He gets a 10 for me. He gets a 10 because of those saves. And he's the reason why we've we've won that game as well, because it was two massive saves. I'm going to go Carlos eight. I thought Carlos was good at the back. I thought he, he had a real strong, solid game. Um, I thought he was commanding. I thought his passing was okay at times. Um, so he's going to get an eight for me. Consa, I thought he did okay as well. I would say 7.5, but we'll go eight. I felt like you know, in a position that's not his comfortable position. He, he played pretty, pretty well. I think at times the player that was in front of him probably let him down a little bit, but I thought Consa had a real good game. Luca Dean, I thought, was absolutely fantastic. I think defensively, he was very, very good up against a real dangerous Kulaveski, who was just electric all game, wasn't he? Always a threat, and I thought, Luca Dean had a good, solid, solid game. Now, Matty Cash, I'm going to go for. And I said in the match reaction that I felt like he was a bit of a rabbit in a headlight. So I just felt like defensively he was off it massively in that first half. You know, his, his defensive nous was just, it just disappeared. And he? he didn't know whether to go. He didn't know whether to commit. He didn't know whether to to follow a runner. He didn't know whether to just leave the runner. He did leave the runner for most of the times because it was real poor half from Cash. And I think that challenge on Bentancourt sort of summarised his performance. You know, it was a lunge, lunged in, made the foul. And it was just really, really poor. And 
there was no real attacking intent from him, was it? And I think now we've probably saw that experiment probably end with that performance, really, because it just wasn't just wasn't good enough unless you're going to get sort of a specialised player in there. Um, so for me, Cash was very, very poor in that first half. Um, and I was sort of like tearing my hair out first half watching that. Pau Torres, I'm going to go nine. You know, he, he, he had the one in the first half of the game where he sort of he, he headed it wide. And then he, that bullet header off that Louise cross was just sublime. And I felt like he was brave, Pau Torres stepping out from from defense you know he's always brave on the ball and i think i think he had a he had a real good game as well um and, and i felt like he was really good and then there was some like battling performances in there wasn't there where it's like first half thought kamara was sort of in this sort of wasn't in central midfield he was screening sort of the back four still even though we'd got Matty Cash and Pat and Cons on that right hand side, and you know he looked a little bit leggy. I think I think the midfield looked leggy first half all through that first half, and then until we get the grip on it, until you start picking out good parts, then the ratings can go up, can't they? So I think first half Kamara, I'd have gave him a five, but then second half he really steps up, and even though he was on that yellow card. He was doing what we needed him to do, putting a foot in. So I think he was instrumental to us getting the result as well. Dougie Louise, probably not his best game. So I'm going to go seven, but that balling, I've got to, I've got to give him an extra point for that balling. You know, that balling was brilliant. And when we started to see space opening, when we started to get on the ball more, especially in that second half, we started to see the best out of Dougie Louise as well. John McGinn, I'm going to go seven. I'm going to go seven for McGinn. He wasn't at his best. I think that yellow card sort of always hinders John McGinn's game because it means that he can't be as robust, can he? He can't get stuck in. He can't be in like full McGinn propeller mode, like bulldozing through players. No Tom Kamara is suspended for the next game as well. Uh, but yeah, McGinn was good, but not... I, I thought he was going to see more from McGinn in this game. Um but even though, you know, I'm still going to give him a solid, solid seven in this game. Uh, we're going to go DRB four. I thought he was really poor, really poor pressing from the front. We need to see a lot more from DRB pressing from the front, especially in these away games. There was one chance when second up, first half where the ball came to me. I just wanted to eat it and he, he sort of dawdled on it. So not the best from DRB. Watkins. He's going to get a nine for me. One touch, bang, goal, a threat. But again, in the first half, I'll say the same about the to Watkins. Has to press better in that first half. Has to press a lot better. Uh, we're going to go Bailey. Bailey frustrated me in that second half because he really frustrated me because there was times where gonna give him a seven there was times where in that second half where he had the ball and i was like drive drive him now take him on and cut inside and he just wouldn't and then there was times where he'd had that long range shot and he hit the post and i think he had another long ranger 
and it was the wrong time to shoot and then they went on an attack so it was a real bit part from Bailey I just wanted that little bit more from him but you know he played he played well we got we got the win we got the win so shut up moaning uh man of the match for me Telemans Telemans is my man of the match don't care about Martinez's saves now Telemans changed the game for Aston Villa and that is why he gets my man of the match because he was just picking up that ball. He just added that. What did he add? He added a calmness to our team today and I think that's what was needed at half-time. The calmness and the ability to be brave, get the ball, head up, look up and pass. Even if it's a five-yarder, he added that calm sense of just what we needed. And he was brilliant for me, Telemans. Absolutely fantastic. And he just added what we needed. And I thought, yeah, did he probably assist? I don't know. I don't think he did. Did he have any long-range shots? No. But he did what was needed in this game. And it was a, a massive performance from Telemans. So for me, this is how I view football. Sometimes it's not a goal scorer that I think had the best game. It's somebody that comes on and changes that game in Villa's momentum. And that was Yuri Tielemans. So for me, you get my man of the match, Tielemans, because I thought you were absolutely brilliant. Duran, when he came on, we'll go, we'll go sevens because they get sevens. And Ramsey can get a seven as well. So those are my ratings. My man of the match. Oh, we got two on 10. We've got Martinez on 10. And we've got Tielemans on 10. And I'll, I'll go. They're both on 10. But... For me, like I said, I think Telemans is my man of the match because he changed the game. And it was one of them. It's it's a it's a hard one in it when you're thinking back on the result now and you're thinking, God, first half we were terrible, but second half we were much better and you know, rode our luck. But that's what top teams do, and, and we've got to start thinking like a top team as well. We've got to start. You know, I'm I don't I haven't seen any of the comments that from any of the videos yet. Uh, but I imagine there might be a few that are saying we maybe didn't deserve to win. We rode our luck. We need to improve. We need to do this. We need to do that. Fair. Yes. But we won. You know, uh, there'll be times this season where you watch City and they don't play great and they win. You'll see times where Liverpool, first half, didn't play great against City. Second half played better. Drew the game 1-1. The point is important, and that's how football can go sometimes. So many times we'll have been on the wrong end of that, and it would have been three, four, five nil. We don't recover. We don't show enough second half, and the, the momentum of that game just carries on. But not this Villa team. We change things, and it was just a ma it's just massive. Like, we'll look back on this now, and however we look back at it, this will be a massive three points from Villa. Mark my words, bookmark it, clip it. This is the big three points that we needed and it's just absolutely huge and it just gives us that lift now because it gives you that lift of so many different scenarios. Okay, we're under pressure going into an away game. We've won a game. We've gone 1-0 down at a really tough place. We've won the game. We've played rubbish for a first half. We've won the game. So all these different little psyche things, 
they work in the players' favour now. Because if we say, if we go into an away game this season further down the line and we are 1-1 at half-time or we are losing at half-time and we go, Spurs away, shift your mindset, look what happened when we came out for that second half, the game's not done yet. And that is so important. It's not about just how you play. It's about this. It's about your mentality. The top teams have the mentality and they just keep going and going and going and grinding wins and getting wins. And that's what you need. It's up here with these top teams. And we've starting to get there. We're starting to get there. So absolutely buzzing. Massive, massive three points for Aston Villa. I can't reiterate how big those points are. So you've had a match reaction. You've got your player ratings. We've got a debrief out tomorrow. In-depth analysis on Aston Villa beating Spurs 2-1 to climb into the top four. Let's go, Villa fans. Let's go up the Villa. Smash your likes. Subscribe to this channel.